and welcome to A Pod of Tea podcast, your go-to place for teas and chats. This is a special episode of the podcast, so myself and Jack were recently invited on another podcast to be interviewed. That was Scandal Water, and it's by Ashley and Candy. Scandal Water is actually a name, back in, back in the days of yore, uh, that was given two cups of tea where everyone would talk about all the latest scandals in the theatre biz which just sounds like a wonderful premise for a podcast, quite frankly. So I was delighted when we were invited on. I hadn't, I haven't, hadn't until now been on another podcast before. So it was a really cool experience for me. Jack's done a few before, but he's loved it, um, especially because we definitely got onto the topic of Jurassic Park. So here is a slightly edited version of their episode. But if you are interested in what we're talking about, you can check out their podcast. It's Scandal Water. You can search that on Podbean and I'll put a link in the description of this episode as well. And you can hear the full episode. We uh, talk about differences in American and British culture. We talk even more about Jurassic Park than you'll hear in this episode here. Uh, But we had a jolly good time. So without further ado, here is the episode. I would love to know how your podcast came to be. I saw that it started back in 2018, so you've been at this a while. Could you just kind of share with us how it started? Yeah, we went on honeymoon to Japan. And when we were out there, I was drinking a lot of green tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, we tried a blooming tea, didn't we? That was mm-hmm. that really sort of sparked the imagination. So it was a, a tea and above there was projections that made flowers appear oh. in the cup. And no matter where you put the cup down on the table, another flower would come to be and I just thought wow that's really interesting I just want to give some context there because it was at a part of a light show and art it's museum. like a light museum yeah like a light museum it was really strange so yeah you put the cup down on the table and this flower would just bloom in your cup it was magical so and then I think because we were on holiday you get a lot yeah. of time to sort of relax and think and that's usually when a load of creative ideas start to appear and I think it was in the airport on the way home that you came up with the name pod of tea that is yeah, so which adorable. we thought was that's brilliant <laughs> It is brilliant. So it is brilliant. And you know, I didn't understand how brilliant it was until I heard you say it. So I was like, pot of tea. And then you said pot of tea. I was like, oh, that's a genius name. I love it. Yeah. So, and then I think we were in the airport and I was just like, oh, I'll make a Gmail account. And it just sort of snowballed from there. But I just, I've always really liked tea well, as an adult. And then I realized most of my, like the best conversations I have tend to be over a cup of tea. So that's how it started. So I thought, oh, I'll just for a bit of fun, have cups of tea with like either myself or yeah. <laughs> whoever could rope in to, to get on and then I just went down the rabbit hole and mm. there is so much to learn about tea I had no idea and I'm still learning absolutely loads <laughs> and that's one of the things I really enjoy about your podcast because I've started to really delve into them is learning all of this really interesting stuff because I have, I've loved tea my whole life. I'm a, an Anglophile. I love all things British and English. I love Agatha Christie. I love London, that whole thing. I'm a Southern girl that got, I don't know, some kind of British DNA in me, but learning all of this stuff is so cool to me and learning. Mm-hmm. I just never thought about it. I just enjoy the flavor. You know, it never oh. dawned on me the actual history of tea itself. So that's been really cool to learn from your, from your show. Oh, that's great. That's great to hear. Yeah, I, I um as it went on, I started putting more and trying to find out more and more information to put in the episodes because mm-hmm. and then I've had some guests on who have sort of taught me things that have just been, you know, amazing, amazing to hear about. Now, cool. Did you guys always interact together or when did you just start doing it kind of as a as a couple? As a couple. <laughs> I usually come on when there's no guests yeah. 
Like, <laughs> and Emma's like, like, do you want to come on? You don't have to come on. And I'm like, yeah, I'll come on. I still put you, like, whenever we, whenever I write the credits, I still put, like, hosted by Emma. And then I don't featuring ever want to be an official host. Jack. I think it's funny that I'm always a you guest. Just, even yeah. I'm, like, a I think it's cute. I like it. Which, speaking of, are you guys drinking any tea tonight? Yes. What I'll are bring, you drinking? I'll bring mine around. I've got a, a Darjeeling, which I wouldn't normally oh. have something that's caffeinated at this time at night, but I need it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I need that caffeine. So yeah, I've got a little Darjeeling. And, and I'm on the Earl Grey. Earl Grey. What does your cup look like? Oh, it's like a, a blue. Oh, it's pretty. Terracotta. Like Terracotta. Yeah. yeah. And I'm representing Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> well nice. i have my anglophile english breakfast tea from twinning yes and my cup says let the adventures begin oh wonderful yeah it's a big <laughs> cup it holds like 16 ounces of water so it's a full bottle of water and tea and Very i nice. wanted to ask you about this because i a oh, oh, candy i'll let you tell yours in just a second i leave my tea bag in here the whole time which i think i have been doing wrong because sometimes you'll talk about you need to take the tea bag out i'm like oh okay Okay, but I like a really strong tea. So let Candy this... share what she's drinking. And then you guys tell me if I'm doing, I've been doing this wrong my whole life. I'm trying something new. It's mm-hmm. a coconut oolong tea that my kiddo bought for me in Williamsburg. Oh, so. what's your mother? Oh, that pretty. sounds lovely. Yeah, very pretty yeah, that sounds really good. Yeah, I like an oolong. Yeah, you get too. a lot of very nice flavored oolongs as well. I haven't tried a coconut one before, but I'm, I'm imagining it and it's <laughs> delightful. <laughs> it's very tropical. So mm. what about my brewing technique yeah. is wrong? What do I need well, to do? <laughs> so with a black tea, uh-huh. if you leave, if you overbrew it, it releases tannins yes. and it can make it go a bit bitter. Yes. But if you like a strong tea and you I like do. a really robust tea, you know, if you're enjoying the flavor, it doesn't matter what anyone else <laughs> does. Some people sort of, I, I remember making a tea for a family member and they like sort of the tea bag to look at the water and then run away so <laughs> you've got all sorts of it and take it out yeah and done and no milk so do you, do you have milk in your tea or do you have a black no yeah i actually cool. have a dairy allergy and I have mm-hmm. an orange allergy. So it's, I have to check the ingredients of tea to make sure it's not some like bergamot oil. I did not realize was like an orange type of oil, but I'm very allergic to both dairy and oranges. Yeah. So this is just a straight up black, nothing's in it. No sugar, nothing. I'm like just mm. plain breakfast tea. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't have milk in my Darjeeling, but I I'm not quite as hardcore as you here. So <laughs> Darjeeling is quite a light tea. So okay. that's why I like it without the milk, but a breakfast tea that's, but we're like the UK is a bit odd with our obsession with putting milk in tea like most <laughs> I bet it would be then. really good I bet it would yeah, taste very good it's nice but I've it just smooths I've, it out doesn't it, it if makes you, it taste like yeah the, the feel of the tea tastes different yeah mm. and again if you've got a lot of tannin in the tea it kind of calms it down a little bit I've wrote so if you can't have bergamot oil you wouldn't be able to try an Earl Grey which is just that I is a great thing I'm trying it for you yes well, <laughs> I did I have had it before and I remember getting kind of sick afterwards and I was like why am I getting sick and I finally looked up what was in bergamot oil and I thought I can never drink Earl Grey again. I'm very sad, but it was good. Is there not a version of it with that out of it? We're going to have to find yeah, one. Yeah, there might be. I'm going to go on a hunt to find okay. an Earl Grey. That you I wonder drink. if Lady Earl Grey has it. That's really citrusy. Yeah. Lady uh, Earl Grey. So it's probably okay. got extra. Yeah. Okay. Okay. My Aside from the milk thing though, my nan would approve because she always leaves the tea bag in. Her she does. From start yeah. to finish. And just before, when you asked what teas you have and I took the tea bag out of mine. Yeah. Because I've left it in because I love a strong tea. Yeah. But I, I, most of the time, I will leave the tea bag in if I'm having a decaf 
English breakfast mm, if I'm okay. having that then I'll okay. leave it in because decaf ones tend to be a bit naff in good. taste so I leave it in there and then it tastes like a normal tea mm, so. gotcha so okay. since we're talking about tea and advice I'm going to confess that I am new to tea I am yes. a diet coke addict that's trying to be healthier so mm, I've picked okay. up tea more recently so what, what would be some advice like for somebody who's not the huge tea drinker and likes sweet stuff like what should like what are some tips okay you like sweet stuff have you have you tried your teas with like do you like honey I've tried a little bit of honey and I've tried a little bit of salted caramel syrup and that's about as far as I've gone you might like I've never seen it here in the UK but when I was in Canada I had a London fog and they made an Earl Grey and then they put in hot foamy milk and then vanilla syrup Mm. oh that sounds amazing really good yes really good and if if you've got a sweet tooth a sweet chai tea so if you were to go to like a like a Starbucks or something like that they Mm -hmm. will do a chai tea but it'll be super sweet and it'll be really so that might be a nice sort of gateway tea (laughs) (laughs) for you yeah perfect I I mean if yeah if you like diet coke because that's got caffeine and hasn't it so it gives Mm -hmm. you that little lift I I would try and find a black tea that you like so you still get that little buzz from it as well because the temptation can sometimes to be to go for like the fruity teas I'm not the biggest fan of just plain fruit like berry Mm -hmm. teas a lot of the Mm -hmm. time I think they can be a bit disappointing (laughs) Mm because they smell really great and then they They don't often live up to the taste (laughs) yeah try a nice sweet chai tea that would that that would be where I'd go (laughs) chai tea latte they come as in the coffee shop my recommendation too yeah (laughs) I know all that information (laughs) you know it secondhand you've learned it I think with the health thing people often tote like when they say oh you're going to be healthy with tea they tell you to have a green tea um but green tea can be very easy to brew wrong and if you cross it over into into brewing it it tastes awful like it's one of the teas if you like have just boiled the kettle and it's mm-hmm. like a hundred de- I don't know what it is in America a hundred degrees is what we would say Celsius Celsius it will do 12 yeah 12 yeah 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 is that too bad just it will make it really bitter really and then Mm. if you if you overbrew it by even a minute it will go bitter so most people say oh I don't like green tea and it's because it's perpetually overbrewed which I do and have done a million times um but that's always the healthy tea everyone goes drink green tea and then everyone goes off tea because they're drinking horrible bitter (laughs) leaves that makes a lot of sense it does Mm. perfect sense yeah so (laughs) I have I have a question about tea as a way of life so because in America there is no set tea time for us it's just tea is what would you like to drink do you want water coke or tea so we don't have a set tea time so can you tell us more about how tea is a way of life as like a structured part of your day or is it for you all is that something that was 24 7 not just us not just us no. the British culture yeah it's like everyone constant. everyone offers a cup of tea when you go around their house and stuff yeah I say the, the, the general like routine of it would be you wake up and have a cup of tea uh-huh and Which then if you yes good yeah so it's that yeah. nice little like it's how I wake up in the morning is yeah. I sit and have a tea and then if you say you were going to work you'd probably go to work and then you'd work for like maybe half an hour and then make tea oh really See, I'm different. I'd make a cup of tea then work Straight half away. an hour and then have another, and then have another one and then you have lunch or you'd probably have one and then you would definitely have one probably around three o'clock-ish because that's when you start to dip okay mm. then you'd have one when you got home from work to celebrate that you've just got home from work <laughs> 
how and big are these cups of tea? I mean, are they are they what they're twelve ounces? Normal. Yeah, our mugs. I think our mugs as a standard is two hundred and fifty mil, so like the size of a can of Coke. Okay, twelve ounces. Yeah, maybe a little bit bigger than that. Yeah, it's a little bit bigger. Yeah, but we've got mugs in our cupboard we've that got are massive like insanely ones. big, and then some that are like really tiny. Yeah. So it just depends on your mood. So that's that's what I, I mean. We we are a little bit extreme in how much tea we oh, drink. Oh, we are. Yeah. But I mean, my friend Charlotte, I think, holds the record for the, a person that I've seen the most drink the most tea mm. out of everybody and she yeah. will drink one how many did she say she has probably about 10 <laughs> cups wow. a day so is that the um, only thing that you drink then is that like your beverage so of wondering. choice yeah yeah I'd say that's the go-to for like comfort yeah you know, just to have something on the go I think honest to god in our house we have a constant cup of tea constant on the go tea. so like when we when we finish one it's about 10 minutes past the other person's like shall I put yeah. a kettle on shall we have another cup of tea and we just get another one going it's that little so. moment to see who who asks first <laughs> <Like> <laughs> cheekily finds a way of making the other person make you a cup of tea yeah. <laughs> is the way to go it's might not ever... tea and water really yeah, I think it might that... not be the same t- type of tea each time yeah mix it up like i can't we keep squash in the house because if children come around they'd have squash mm-hmm. um, now explain but, what that is because you said that in another episode oh, yeah. that, that squash is not what we think squash is no so it's it's like a cordial do you have cordial so it's like a concentrated juice that you put yeah. in a little bit in the glass like, and then top up with water teeny tiny. Yeah. i don't think we do uh, that it's no. like our like our go-to child drink is squash. So it's our, you'd get orange flavor or black. It's loads of sugar, but it's really really small, yeah, and then it, it dilutes. If you ever visit the UK, don't drink it straight because no. it's like horrible. <laughs> Which I've sugar. met Americans who did. So when I went to university in the first year, some Americans came over for a term, and they <laughs> sat there like, "There's something wrong." I can't do the accent. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <It's> okay, <laughs> you can try. <laughs> I went to do it. I was like, "I'm with actual Americans." No, go ahead. It's okay. <laughs> do it. Please do it. <laughs> you like, there's something wrong with your orange juice. What are you doing? Put the squash down. Step away. That sounds maybe like Kool Aid, Candy. Do you think it's like our Kool Aid? I think it's the little squirt stuff where you just get like a bottle of water and you squirt those little things in it. Maybe? I think that's probably what it is. Just a flavoring. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. That is pretty much. Yeah, it's a flavoring, flavoring that's packed with the sugar and Yeah. So we, yeah, just have that really for the kids. But if you go around someone's house, you would just say, "Do you want a cup of tea?" You wouldn't even bother going through <laughs> any assume. other options. So what? How old before the kids start switching to tea? Like, what's the typical age? Well, we have two examples examples here yeah very different ages I've been drinking tea since I was about four years old Mm. so like just drinking it uh, I used to like it really milky when I was yeah. little, but um, as I've gotten older, I'm like less and less milk. But you came into it late, didn't you? Yeah, I didn't drink tea till I was about 18, which is appalling. In the UK. In the, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and it, it was mostly just because I, I felt like I needed to be polite because I'd just gone to university and my housemate was from Yorkshire and she turned around, she, oh, do you want a cup of tea? And I was like, oh, I couldn't say no. <laughs> I, to, I must be friends with you. And she's now right. one of my best friends. So I was like, okay. And then sort of put loads of sugar in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to just drink hot chocolate, really, and that was mm. that was it on, on the hot drink. For, I didn't even really like coffee. Um, oh, I don't like coffee. Do you like coffee candy? I drink the foo foo drinks. I do the caramel macchiatos. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh. coffee. I like that's the... pretending not to be coffee. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like the smell of coffee, but I don't like the taste of. Which is mm. why I always kind of preferred the tea drinks. Do you guys drink a lot of water there, or no? Yeah, I yeah, drink yeah, quite I a bit of water because mm-hmm. it is. I mean, especially the caffeinated tea. It's. I don't think it's 
particularly hydrating. It's funny, we're sat here right now, like in our office right on our desk is a can of coffee and a yeah. bottle of water. Yeah, <laughs> we've got so. the, the full spectrum of beverages. <laughs> right here. Yeah, I'm trying to think if if we are the norm in how much I don't think I don't think I don't think we are I think we're like a little bit the higher end of the spectrum of well it's kind of part of your day job too yeah (laughs) it's all yeah yeah, for research purposes I must drink I work work from home as well so I'm like constantly got the kettle on and yeah it's a funny thing and it's something that a lot of different cultures have like not necessarily a black tea but like this this culture of of sharing tea and Mm -hmm. and that being an automatic thing and I think we we don't really think of it as being something interesting that much just because well, until, until someone asks, until someone asks one, about someone it and then want, you if someone asks you for a tea yeah then it's, really interesting. it's one of the like yeah, I, I was talking to a friend the other day and she's married an, an American man and she some of his family came over and one of them very excitedly was like oh I know I know all this about tea and I want to talk to you about it and she was like oh I, you know it's just tea <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's because like everyone drinks just one type everyone drinks what you're drinking Ashley which is an an English breakfast tea that's just pretty much Mm -hmm. what everyone has and it's not as common to go down and enjoy all the many varieties that Mm -hmm. are out there yeah Mm -hmm. I've been trying to since we started this show I've been trying to kind of expand it because sometimes we'll mention what we're drinking in the show so I don't want it to always be the same thing but with my limited taste you know I'm trying to find other things that I can drink and I've I've found a few other ones that I really like that have been fun to explore but listening to yours I'm like wow there's so much more that I could be drinking so I'm gonna try Mm -hmm. to even expand more and you know try to get away from the sodas um, maybe next time we're in the the tea shops here in our city we'll have to find some well, that will keep you yeah. in mind yeah, yeah. We'll see if we can find anything I was many that. shops there yeah yeah we're really spoiled in Norwich for tea merchants and it's such a variety so there's like a new one that's opened recently that are specific very very good flavors so they're mm. kind of renowned for their really delicious tasting teas and their blends and mm. then at the other side of it there's a market store we've got that do really high quality sort of single estate style tea but it's really affordable because they don't go in for fancy packaging and and like you know everything comes in a brown bag with a stamp on it but it's just really good tea so uh-huh. you've got like the whole the whole realm of teas here do you guys prefer loose leaf or the sachets? like a tea bag tea bag yeah. so yeah a tea bag will be like how tea comes in general like everyone just buys pg tips or yorkshire tea here and i prefer the bags yeah it's big it's, it's convenient if, so- I, if i was having anything other than like a just a what we would consider a normal cup of tea then i'd probably probably prefer a loose leaf so here's what this is a sachet here is this what it looks like for you guys this is yeah yeah Yeah, but not all of them look like that this is (laughs) not what they all look like here this is this is a fancier brand normally what they'll look like is i'm gonna open this decaf they're kind of like a paper yeah bag i think they taste better in the sachet but i cannot find english breakfast in a sachet i would love that usually what they look like is this yeah yeah oh yeah yeah tea bag as we yeah Yeah. (laughs) in my opinion what i'd say is one of the most popular brands of tea here would be Yorkshire Mm-hmm. for just like a household tea and that just comes in a flat square tea bag but it's kind of like one of those if it ain't broke why fix it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> things everyone gets very like that's I a, remember pro- that a property there's so. a brand in the UK I don't know if you get it over there called PG Tips uh-huh. and I remember uh-huh. I remember being a kid back in the day when they had their advert came on and it was like they were chain- They had the square tea bag and then it moulded into the pyramid shape like you said yeah. and it was like it allows the leaves to swirl around I just remember this being like revolutionary tea bag and <laughs> yeah. it's like oh we have to 
forget those. It's iconic yeah. now for them, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they haven't changed, but we researched that they're not as good. It's because they changed what they're made out of, so they've switched uh, it to it, which is good, a, a more biodegradable. Oh, yes, I remember you all mm. talking about this in one of the episodes, but it just biodegrades and the... Yeah, it's, it's, it's breaking. It's <laughs> <in the cow. laughs> just tea leaves everywhere, so they're going to have to sort that out quite quickly. First, I have to tell you this. I auditioned for a play last night, Agatha Christie, Witness of the Prosecution, and I listened to you before I went because I had to do a British accent. So (laughs) I I was like, I'll get this back in my head. I wanted to ask, you've been doing your podcast since 2018. And I know that you guys have your flavors that you've mentioned that you really like that, you know, kind of your standbys. But when you think about all the flavors you've covered over all of these episodes, is there kind of a a standout or a fun one that pops to mind? I always say milk oolong. That came to mind. Because that I I think that's that's the tea that I've found so far that has just made me go wow how does that actually exist in nature so milk oolong is a tea that tastes like milk and it is just so the same tea leaves that are used in the teas that both of you are currently drinking are the exact same tea leaves in this tea but because of the altitude that it's grown at and the way it's cultivated it tastes like milk and it's really maybe that is ashley's answer maybe oh my gosh ashley yes this is this is is your milk it's got no milk so you do have to be careful where you get it from because sometimes people buy a cheaper variety and they add milk flavoring okay to kind of cheat and that i imagine would have dairy in but a pure milk oolong will taste like milk with absolutely no dairy is just purely tea leaves and i just i just thought that was mad that one and weirdly enough the rudolph one jumped to my mind oh that was so fun that was such a cute i doubted it yeah one of my favorite episodes of yours was the christmas tea showdown that's one of the first ones i listened to and i said candy we have to have them on our show (laughs) (laughs) we had so much fun trying all those teas well we doubted the rudolph we did we were like we were mocking it and then we drank Mm -hmm. it it was like i think it won it was like the best yeah i think it it did too you'll have to listen to our episode because we did a whole episode on rudolph and the story behind rudolph so you can listen to our episode on rudolph while drinking your rudolph tea and you'll feel very immersed i am up for a bit of christmas in march i really am (laughs) (laughs) i'm a big big Christmas fans. <laughs> Do you guys have like a, a favorite quote about tea? Is there something that somebody said once that you said that really encapsulates what tea really means to me? Oh, I don't know if I do. There was one really famous one, but I can't think of it now. The C.S. No. Lewis one? There's no cup of tea big enough or a book yes. long enough to satisfy me? Yes, like that that's one. brilliant. That's and so true. It is so, yeah. so true. Like I, I realized earlier I'm at my most happiest when I've got, yeah, good teas in the cupboard. Cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> a cup of tea. How shocking. And a good set. So I put all the books I want to read underneath my lamp. So when that that's yes. a good height and I know that like it doesn't matter how fast I read the book that I'm reading at the moment there's like there's loads to come mm-hmm. and it's just it's a lovely satisfying feeling it really is that's one of my favorite things to do in the morning is I have these books that I read these devotionals that I read and I drink my cup of tea and then night I don't get to do this as often as I would like but I have this library area because again I'm obsessed with British stuff so I tried to make it look as much like a British library or my idea of one and it's where Candy and I record so so I have all these little twinkly lights and it's a bookcase and the 
the the walls are like this red color and I like to sit in the armchair and turn on the twinkly lights when it's dark and put my cup of tea and then have my little book and have my cat come in there and sit with me and I'm like this is it this is my yeah my little Uh, cat Scotty (laughs) (laughs) Scotty visits us quite often and Henry visits us Mm -hmm. very often but Scotty's the one that's the most vocal he was actually crying outside the door earlier so I'm surprised you didn't hear him because I locked him out (laughs) well if it makes you feel any better in our living room we have a bookcase full of books and we have our twinkly lights I will send you guys a picture later of what it looks like be, I'd love a library home. that would just be oh, it's in not. my head it would need to look like the Beauty and the Beast one <laughs> yeah, that's it that's what I wanted to look like that was yes. why because when Beauty and the Beast came out I was about 11 years old and so when that ballroom scene happened and that thing I was like this is it this is this is like mm-hmm. the epitome of I could just die and go to heaven right now it was the ultimate in technology and all that and I got to go to Disney World um shortly after they made the Beauty and the Beast room I walked in there I was I think 29 30 years old and I like this is it I'm in the ballroom (laughs) it was a dream come truck made it I'm here yes I want to hear you and Jack talk about Jurassic Park as well you want to skip straight to that okay I I would like to hear this (laughs) oh Jurassic Park (laughs) well there's actually uh, just to say there's certain things I can't talk about there is certain things I'm currently in the middle of working on the next one the next movie so working on the yeah Yeah. what's that yeah I work on the marketing for those movies for the new Jurassic World movies so I'm actually under NDA for the Dominion. <laughs> I cannot believe this. This is, I'm going to, I'm going to tear up a little bit right now. Oh. This is amazing. <laughs> I did not even know you were a part of that. Yeah. I've been quite tight lipped on that, but like, yeah, I did the marketing for Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdom the last Yeah. One. So what does it that was, mean? Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, okay. Well, to cut a long story short and try and get it into a nutshell. Uh, it's a pretty nutshell. cool. <laughs> yeah, so you don't I have work... to cut any long story short with me. Like tell me everything. So I was, I've been a fan since I was four years old. And then in about 2014, me and a guy called Tim Glover, who lives in Australia, both fans, we met up online. And the new film was announced, Jurassic World, and it was about the open theme park, you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then we came up with this idea of making a website for the company who owns the theme park, like an in-universe. In-gen? Yes. Well, they own InGen, but it's like a company called Maserani. Yes, yes, and, yes. Uh, we Maserani, made a web. Yeah. yeah, we made a website that was like the in-universe corporate website for the company who owned the theme park, just as a fan project. Yeah, yeah. And then it got its way onto the into the director's view, and he was like, "Hire these fans." So oh. then we actually worked with Universal to make the real website of this like company who owns it, and then wrote loads of backstory. And then the next oh film, they brought us back because there's like the volcano is going to make all the dinosaurs extinct. Yes. And so we made the this website called the Dinosaur Protection Group website, where you can go on and like as like an I activist website. That website. I think, yeah. I, <laughs> I think I joined the Facebook group too, the Dinosaur Protection Agency. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that Facebook group after that after that movie. Well, we built that website. I wrote the content. We made videos for it. Worked with the oh actors. But we went to the set and stuff. It was really cool. That's amazing. Did you work yeah. on the the ride at Universal too? Did you do any of that? No, but okay. the they updated Jurassic Park the ride to Jurassic World, and I know uh-huh. some of the things we wrote are on like the Q videos. Did you know stuff, you can so... go to YouTube wow. and watch that ride? Like a yeah, yeah, a I've first done it many times. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah I have too. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah that's i'm a big amazing. fan so you're a very big i had no idea how much jurassic park would be in my life okay so emma you can participate as well but jack coming back to the jurassic park thing you blew my mind with that other stuff earlier i just i lost okay. all senses it took me a while to come back to it so i have brought all the tea flavors that i have i'm gonna hold one up and you tell me what character from the film you think would drink this tea so i wrote down my choices for the dinosaurs but we can talk through the characters so i'm gonna hold up my first one this is called it's twinnings of london focus it's ginseng it's mango and pineapple flavored herbal tea who do you think would drink this uh nedry the computer guy mm. oh he needs to focus uh, and also he wears that hawaiian shirt that's what i was Ooh. thinking of and he's oh. uh, when he's in the calf in costa rica so it's like okay quite... i'm gonna write that down that's i good. like that choice that's nedry good. focus like so the fruity. dinosaur yeah, strong choice the dinosaur that i picked actually goes with nedry it's the lapisaurus yeah the one that kills that him. The... Yeah, yeah the one that kills him because that's a, that's a focus it's like see they, just mm. just take note of that emma had to go was that the one that's like this <laughs> but like... you also knew what she <laughs> yes but she, but you don't you, you're not soaking in the name though no. I, ha- I haven't taught you well enough i've got overall. you no, like he's the one that he's the one that says dodson we got dodson here yeah we got nobody, dodson see, nobody cares nobody cares <laughs> okay this one's called energize cranberry and lime flavored green tea I'm going to say Alan Grant. Really? Because he's, well, he's bitter. His character, he's bitter. Uh, and if you overbrew that, it gets very bitter, right? Okay. It's a green tea. All right. All right. I, like I, w- I would have said Ian Malcolm. No. Because of the... Malcolm savvy. I've got my... Savvy here. enough to drink a green tea and know how to brew it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good... Emma's got a good argument. So the dinosaur that I picked for Energize was the Velociraptor. Yeah. They got a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one is called Comfort. Supports joint health. Turmeric, if I said that right. Coconut and ginger flavored herbal tea. Comfort. I'm gonna say Ellie Sattler. Mm. Yeah, yeah, herbal, Comfort. and she's a she's a paleobotanist. Yeah, yeah, so she, she likes, likes the plants. plants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. I picked the Brachiosaurus for comfort. Yeah, make me very happy. They comfort me, yeah. except for that one scene. That was not that was not comforting to me. That that, that the, really traumatized me. Oh, the one this, from the last yes, movie. Yes. <laughs> oh. I yes. want you to talk to them, Jack, and have them strike that from the record that she actually survived. I bought a little plastic dinosaur, and I said, you know what? Her name's Gertrude. She survived. She moved to France, and she became a model. So that, <laughs> that's now canon. King Kong came through. He pulled her out. It's whatever we need. To <laughs> to make her survive that's what happened in my head i'll skip through that part okay now we have <laughs> english breakfast my favorite well that's got john hammond well i picked this for alan grant because ah, i felt like he was see, a sturdy kind of a builder's tea kind of guy that was my yeah uh, no. I, i'd say alan as well i would disagree I see oh, actually no i'm gonna change my answer oh. there actually oh, okay i'm gonna raise uh muldoon but muldoon because he's british he's british yes, right? yes. and he's sturdy like you said so yes. there you go I agree with that one. Mm -hmm. English breakfast. I loved Muldoon. He was one of my favorites. I was so sad that he died because he doesn't die in the book. No, no. And it's sad that the actor passed away as well. Bob Peck was such Mm. a good actor. Uh, What does he say? They're lethal at nine months. And I do mean lethal. (laughs) And I do mean lethal. Okay. (laughs) Now, this I think is the one I had actually picked for Ellie, but perfect peach. Oh, oh, no, that's Malcolm. That's Malcolm. 
how, that's how he sees himself yeah because he says in the film he's like boy do i hate being right all the time yeah so he, he's right all the time he's mm-hmm. the perfect peach. just like a freshly baked peach pie but in a teacup is what it's oh like. oh that yeah. sounds nice yeah that's yeah. pretty really good this is bigelow oh for my english breakfast i forgot to tell you for the english breakfast dinosaur i said triceratops mm. rexy because she's a sturdy girl yes and then i love for- triceratops yeah. Perfect Peach was Triceratops. Oh, did I just say that? I meant Tyrannosaurus. Mm-hmm. Tyrannosaurus was yes. the English breakfast. And yes, because Grant yeah. says that the Triceratops is his favorite. So yeah. Perfect Peach is his favorite. Right. We're almost done. I've never conflated teas and dinosaurs. So it's really hard to be this like, no, great. that does not fit. If you think about it, yeah, like it, this, this is, this makes sense. Okay. Now we have Tezo glazed lemon loaf. It's a dessert worthy tea with tangy notes of lemon and velvety creamy vanilla. Oh, I was going to say it's got to be the kids because <laughs> they go back and they eat all those puddings. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Tim, I would say Tim because we need to pick something very vegetarian for Lex. So maybe yes. this could be Tim's yeah. the one eating all the dessert. Tim, yeah. yeah. The human piece of toast. Although she's vegetarian, but she's trying to eat that jelly and then it all wibbles. Oriental white tea, a blend of delicate white tea buds. Hammond yep. is the Oriental white. Yeah. Because okay. one, he wears all white. And two, oh, yes. mm-hmm. uh, the investors of the park. Oh, no, wait. They never mentioned the investors. Well, they do, but they don't ever go into it. I'm thinking about And the white book, tea and is quite, a, like, can be quite an expensive tea. And he spares mm. no expense. He spares no expense. And he says it at least six times. Oh, here, I know who this can be. This can be the lawyer, the decaf black tea. Because it's really boring. Yeah. And it's just, it's, there's nothing. So we'll make it that. That's lawyer. No arguments there. Okay. Now I've got chamomile herbal. So I think this should be Lex. Yeah. Don't yeah. Yes. Yep, I agree. Full agreement. Yep. Although you did shock me when you said chamomile is not a tea in one of no. your episodes. I was yeah. not a tea. It's not. No, every, everything that's actually a, an actual tea has to come from the, one day I'll learn how to say it, camellius and ananasus plant. Mm-hmm, perfect. Uh, it is flawless. <laughs> like the dictionary was talking (laughs) (laughs) i couldn't tell the difference i have the charleston breakfast tea so that's american Hmm. maybe an american what's in an american breakfast tea oh let's see it says Mm. ingredients south carolina grown black tea oh i really want to try that yeah this is the one i sent you a link to on ah okay yeah i'm gonna pick jerry harding for that I'm picking that because that sound. Jerry Harding's out in the field in that Jeep. Mm-hmm. Oh, Even yeah, though he doesn't okay. know much about the Triceratops, he's out there rugged. That sounds a true American hero. Right <laughs> well, then just tell me your nomination for what would Lewis Dodson drink? Is he a coffee drinker? He's just not even part he's, of it. He's a coffee he's drinker. He's a coffee drinker. He doesn't even get to be in the game. He's just you know, you know he's in there. His character's coming back in the new movie. Different actor because Why? the other one's in prison. Uh, what did he do? You don't want to know. This is called what? scandal water. This is probably the right place to talk such scandal. Uh, yeah, but when it involves yeah, children. Yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 okay. no. Yeah, it's no. Not, not a fun conversation, but safe to say he's not working. He's aware. I don't even know if he's free. I don't know. No one cares um, no. as long as he's... So he was know, the proper bars. bad guy. Proper bad guy, but they recast him in the new film and uh, and the new guy is really good. Bringing nice. the story full circle. Nice. I wonder if it's going to be more like in the second book where Dotson is the bad bad guy in the second book have you read the second book of course i've read okay i just want to make i just want to make sure did you see the look he gave you i think i've got a copy of it somewhere right here 
but when he gets when he gets eaten by the the baby t-rex and And it's horrible it's horrible but i mean it's fitting for his character but it just Mm. was i got so grossed out by that it was sarah didn't she she pushed him out from the truck she pushed him out from under the truck yep the mommy but they gave a lot of his character traits to the character mills the villain from the last movie if you've in fallen kingdom mills who kills the guy with the pillow if you look Mm. at the way he acts and stuff he they they said that like they took a lot of dodson's character from the second book and put it into mill yeah, yeah i have not seen that that movie as often because i really that brachiosaurus scene just broke my heart i mean i really loved fallen kingdom but that was that. <laughs> i do that just because the director said old. the director says yes that is the first dinosaur that you see and that in jurassic park you see the first the first beautiful dinosaur that, and that scene always hit me as a kid i loved that scene so much and i love that particular dinosaur and just seeing her moaning above the I, I, I it was sad it, it was yeah, sad, sad. Yeah. it just hit me real hard he didn't have to say it was the same one he could have just lied to us all. no I and we, there's a talking about scandals in yeah. the fandom uh, lots of the fans myself included think he was trying to say the same dinosaurs in species not the same exact individual but uh, I believe he's Spanish, the director. So like we he think, is, yeah, we went, to yeah, we went to Madrid to go see the premiere. But like the, <gasps> we think he like lost the translation a bit. So he was like, oh, that's the exact yeah. one. That's the same dinosaur from the first oh. film. And I think we, we think he means the species, not the individual, because one, they actually look different. If you mm-hmm. if you see the models, but that nerdy, you know what the CGI models look like. They look a bit different. So yeah, myself, I don't like to think it's the same one because I think logistically it's not really possible but uh but the same species of course it is yeah yeah right, right. And, and plus metaphorically so it's meant sad. to be the same it does the same pose and everything that's still, it's still really sad. just just lie to me and keep that thing yeah. where he's like no no i meant the same species I yeah didn't actually i'll tell you the truth i'll tell you the truth cold hard truth it's just a load of ones and zeros <laughs> on a screen <laughs> it's, it wasn't alive ever to begin with so they died oh. 65 million years ago oh, actually the brachiosaurus brachiosaurus died actually like 150 50 million years ago no 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 no. (laughs) well thank you for playing along that was really fun because i know you guys like to play fun games so i thought it'd be kind of a little (laughs) tribute to your to your show candy do you have anything else that you want to just to thank you for for talking with us it's just been so delightful to meet you and talk with you i I just appreciate your giving up your time to do this yes oh thank you for inviting us on Yes, and I hope, Jack, that when we do our Jurassic episode, you will come on and give us tidbits when you are allowed to. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I have one more Jurassic Park question for you. What's your favorite quote from Jurassic Park? Oh. (laughs) Space. I'm going to be really, really uh, a purist here. Uh-huh. The first book. Yeah. Yes. And it's actually a quote. I can't remember who said the quote, though. It's not a character. It's a quote Crichton put in the first page. Mm. And, it just, and it sums up everything in mm-hmm. one thing. It says, you cannot recall a new life form. So even though it's not a quote from Jurassic Park, it's in the book. And it's like mm-hmm. summed up everything. He used it as like a preface for like what you're about to read. It's very good. It's good. But if I had to pick a movie, it's got to be Life Finds a Way. Yeah. Life Finds a Way. Yeah. Mm. I had a theory for a long time that you could apply almost every situation to a quote from Jurassic Park. Like, you know, life yeah. find, hold on to your butts. Life Finds a Way. Clever girl. And he, did you notice that he said, hold on to your butts in Kong Skull Island? Yeah. He yeah. says, as usual, hold on to your butts. It's like, yeah. come on, <laughs> come on, you. 
just giving yeah. us little fans. Well, if you if you ever got um, you know, if I'm ever free and you're doing your monster things, so, yeah, yes. I'll be more than happy to come on and chat more, more monsters. I'm Absolutely, Candy, are you yeah. good with that? Like, let's Absolutely. Just, yeah, come on, yeah. and we'll we'll just regale Candy because usually format is Candy does the meat and potatoes, and I'm like the side dish and the dessert where I put in all the trivia <laughs> and the and the quotes and stuff. So it sounds like you and I would be pretty good tag teaming the the fun stuff. You be the meat, I'll be the potatoes. Nice. <laughs> hello guys it's future emma here thank you for listening to this week's episode of pod of tea so that was our interview with the wonderful ladies over at scandal water thank you very much ashley and candy for having us on we had a lovely lovely time chatting to you if you enjoyed the episode and you wish you could hear a little bit more about jack's work on jurassic or perhaps the difference between an american and british biscuit you can check out the full episode over at scandal water podcast i cut it around the 27 minute mark and then skip to the end where we were talking about the different Jurassic characters and what types of tea they would be which was so fun and something I now need to do to all of the favourite films trying to figure out what characters are which tea but yes we had a lovely lovely time the podcast will be back in a fortnight with a standard pod of tea episode thank you for listening to TSN TSN